It's 93.3 KIOA with Luke and Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning. Very excited when I left the house this morning, Jeremy. I took a look at my yard as I was pulling out of the driveway, and nearly all of my snow is gone. Mm. And I was watching over the weekend uh, our own Lee McNabb. Her husband posted a video on social media of their kids sledding. Yeah. And I thought, where did they find all this snow? You thought it was a recent video? I thought maybe they did it over the weekend. Oh. There just happened to be a random place where there were still six feet of snow? <laughs> was it six feet? I don't think it was six feet. I don't know. They were giant piles of snow. Either way, I was thinking to myself, where is there still snow? Because I feel like the kids didn't get a lot of chances to sled yet. Because if, when we did have all the snow, it was too cold. It was ridiculously cold. And then by the time the kids could go out and sled, it was like one day. Okay. I'm feeling for the kids here. <laughs> And my kid. My kid wanted to go sledding. Why didn't you take your kids sledding? It was too cold outside. Why didn't you find out where Lee's kids went and go with them? I will do that. <laughs> I do not have children, so I do not have this problem. I'm I need, sorry. I need. I was perfectly good up in my house with a hot toddy in my hand. <laughs> I, I didn't care where the kids were sledding. Here's the thing. You are surrounded by enough people with kids. We're going to need you to start keeping track of the same stuff we keep track of. No. Like where the good sledding hills are. No. I just show up when I'm called. That's the beauty of being the fun aunt. I'm not (laughs) responsible for anything. And if I show up nine times out of ten, I'm probably going to have some sort of alcoholic beverage in my hand. (laughs) Well, there goes your opportunity to babysit for us. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm aware. And yet Lee keeps having you back. Well, nine times out of ten, she has an alcohol beverage in her hand. <laughs> it's 93.3 KIOA. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. So we talked on Friday about how we had our company holiday party last week. And we have this big gift exchange, or I guess it's more like a prize drawing at the end. And then there's a mad dash to trade presents. And ultimately, at the end of the party, I ended up with a new Roomba. And so, got it home over the weekend, got it all set up, and then we had a conversation that I was not anticipating, and that was, and I think my son actually initiated it, he said, what are we going to name it? And I thought, well, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about naming an appliance. Maybe like naming the blender or naming the mixer. Uh, not quite the same thing, but yeah, okay. I it's still, going with it's that. still an appliance in the house. Yeah, but it does so much, and it has its own personality. <laughs> it does a thing. It's not like it just makes you a smoothie. It cleans your house. It, it's a Roomba. It has the personality of a, of a newborn baby. It just goes and runs into walls all day. Well, people love naming their newborn babies. <laughs> That's fair. So we stood around, I'm not kidding, for like 15 to 20 minutes, just kicking around, workshopping names. And we landed on two finalists. It was either going to be Vac Morris. Oh, my God. Or the name that we ultimately ended up going with as a Disney household. This probably comes as no surprise. We ended up calling him Lightning McLean. Say that again. Lightning McLean. McLean. Got it. Yes. Got it. Got it. And come to find out, even the Roomba people have a whole list of, and I can't stress the air quotes hard enough clever names that people have named their Roombas on their website I'm pretty sure the name of our Roomba is not on there 
Can you say the name of your Roomba? Floor Sucker. <laughs> Aaron okay. named it Floor Sucker. Okay. And I got one of the mop things for Christmas. I named it Susie. Wow. So we have Floor Sucker and Susie. <laughs> okay. Not no, the, not, not the, the names on the no, website? They have, they have names like uh, Optimus Grime. Okay. Dirty Harry. Eh. Yeah, these these were not nearly as as clever as I wanted. Yeah, uh, Meryl Sweep. No, Mister Roboto. No, uh, this was actually the name of our first Roomba that we ever got. Rosie. Yeah, see, I think a lot of people do that because of the Jetsons, right? Uh, Wally, Robocop, Terminator. Yeah, yours is better. I have to say, I'm more impressed with our name than I was with the the, the options listed on the Roomba website. Did Ben come up with that one, or was it you? Um, I think it was a combination because I think Susan had read one somewhere else that was Steve McLean. Oh, and I okay. thought, well, we're a Disney household; it should be Lightning McLean. There you go. There you go. All right. Now I like that one. I, I do enjoy that. Now, now that we've been so successful naming our Roomba, I kind of want to name other appliances in our house. Well, the thing is, you can tell Alexa to start it, right? You've got it set up through your home <laughs> devices or whatever, so you just yell at it and tell it to start Lightning McLean. As a matter of fact, I did set that yeah, up. Yeah, of course. Only, only, and I hope that this doesn't, because I know my wife's listening at home, and I hope this doesn't start it, uh-uh. but you have to go, hey, Siri, ka-chow. That's hilarious. <laughs> See? This is why people name things. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, the state of Iowa is now home to one of the world's biggest peanut butter influencers. <laughs> What, um, I couldn't even say that without laughing. Thing? Apparently, influencers are a thing. Apparently, okay. Uh, there's a kid that lives in Lamar's. If you don't know, that's uh, up near Sioux City. His name's Eli. I I don't know how exactly how old he is. He kind of looks like he's in the 14 to 16 year old range. <laughs> We're so old that we can't tell how old children are anymore. <laughs> I, know, I don't know if you've noticed that or not. I don't know. According to his page, he has what the kids call Riz. I call 30-year-olds kids, so I honestly have no idea how old he is. But he started an Instagram page called Peanut Butter Eater 16 with the idea that he was going to eat like small amounts of peanut butter for every 50 followers that he got. But the page, I think, blew up faster than he was anticipating because in the matter of just a couple, I mean, it's not even been a month yet. And he's already got 115,000 followers. What? Originally, what? he was starting off with a tablespoon of peanut butter for every 50 followers. Here he is early on. What's up, guys? Today's day four being one tablespoon of peanut butter for 50 followers. Today, we have 127 followers. So I'll be eating two tablespoons of peanut butter. You know how long it took me to get 127 followers on Instagram? Like five months. <laughs> it, it took him four days. And well, all he was doing was eating peanut butter. You're picky when it comes to your followers. You have to make sure that you've met them like four times and they've had to write some sort of essay to be accepted. This is Instagram. I don't care about Instagram. <laughs> oh, well, That's then you're Facebook. just not that cool. You're no. not as cool as Peanut Butter Eater 16. No, not so much. But he was getting so many followers so quickly that he had to change his metric up to where it then went to for every 10,000 followers he got he would eat a cup of peanut butter. And at one point, he had to make a video saying that he owed them eight cups of peanut butter. 
And there's videos of him just eating peanut butter straight out of the jar. Oh, yeah. He eats it right out of the jar. His mom says that she has spent over $150 on this little venture thus far. $150 in peanut butter in one month. That's a lot of peanut butter. Although I will say he did get a gift bag or a gift box from the folks at Skippy Peanut Butter. They sent him a, like one of those industrial Costco-sized jars, gave him some other peanut butter goodies. And now he's getting to the point, again, he's only had this Instagram count, not even for a full month, and he's already selling merch. He's going to be selling like sweatpants and and, yeah, hats. This kid is a little entrepreneur. He's not even old enough to vote. He's got, I can't, I don't even know the math, uh, how many tens of thousands times more followers on Instagram than I do. And maybe he's probably closer to you. Because uh, yeah. you're popular. Well, not this popular, and I'm not eating this much peanut butter. I'm just sitting here watching him. He just has measuring cups full of peanut butter, and his mom just keeps handing him a cup of milk. Like, what is, what? This cannot be healthy, first no. off. No. Secondly, why? Why? Because he says that he's eventually going to try to, you know, do something worthwhile with the following. Yeah, donate this peanut butter to people or something. But, yeah. Man. He has pajama pants? Now I'm just trying to decide what I want to eat for followers. <laughs> I can think of a lot of things that you should eat for followers, but you're not going to like it. Are they in the right or in the wrong? It's Luke and Jeremy's Am I the Bad Guy on 93.3 KIOA. All right, Jeremy, we're back once again to help yet another Central Iowan with yeah. one of their interpersonal issues. <laughs> like that big word I learned? Wow. Uh, want to say hi to a psychology book, weren't you? I was. Yes. Nice. One semester of psychology in uh, in college. Oh. Yeah. Was it before or after your meteorological uh, it class? It was after. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Got uh it. we want to say hi to Paul from Des Moines. Hey Paul, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How Thanks are you? Um I'm pretty good. All right. Pretty good. <laughs> uh you sent us a message uh about a friend of yours. You want to tell us what's going on? Yeah, man. So I have a friend who's job-to-job kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, car broke down. And he was, you know, out of pocket, couldn't get it fixed, asked me to borrow some money. And I said, okay, 800 bucks. And, uh, you know, I, I checked in with him about a week and a half later, and he uh, he said the car still wasn't fixed. And that was 10 days, plenty of time to get the car fixed. Yeah, sure. you but gave him money. Gave him the money. And yeah. I'm like, all right, well, What's going on? Why is it fixed? And he just started talking about his, his new purebred dog. Okay. He bought a dog. It's like, if there's smoke, there's fire. You know, if it walks like a duck, it talks like a duck, it's a yeah. duck kind of thing. And buys a dog, it's a terrible person is what it is. <laughs> he might have used the money for adoption. You don't know that. It, I mean. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> I just, you guys see what I'm talking about. So. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I can't confirm that he did or didn't do that, but the car's not fixed. Yeah. It's been about three weeks now, and I know the car still isn't fixed because my wife drove by there the other day and said it was, you know, in the driveway. And their Instagram feed is loaded now with these purebred dog pictures, like their dog influencer account is up and running. Okay. I have so many feelings on this. So many feelings. So you loan this guy $800 to get his car fixed. Mm. Car is yep. still not running, but now he's got this fancy new dog, and you're pretty sure he probably used your money to get the dog and not so much the car. I mean, 
like I said, it just feels like that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And I feel totally duped. And if he wanted a dog and he wanted to have an influencer dog, then good for him. But, like, don't ask me for money to fix your car. Yeah. All right, so. So am I the bad guy? That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I, first of all, I think no. Because okay. you deserve, if you loan. If you <laughs> I loan, wondered. Well, it's like if you loan somebody money, you deserve to know what they're going to spend it on, especially if it's $800. If it's 20 bucks, whatever, 20 bucks. Yeah. But like $800, yeah, I kind of want to know where that's getting directed to. I have, I have so many feelings just because you don't buy a dog. Yes. Don't buy a dog. Your friend is a bad person. I'm over the whole thing. Don't buy dogs. All right, Paul, we're going to put this to the audience, see what everybody else thinks. 515-244-4933. Is Paul the bad guy here if he wants to know exactly where his money is and what it got spent on? Because it's clearly not the car. No, it's not. All right, we're going to find something out for you, Paul, okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. If the people's court was on the radio, it would be this. It's Luke and Jeremy's Am I the Bad Guy on 93.3 KIOA. We were talking to our friend Paul, who loaned a buddy of his $800. That's a lot of money. Yeah, because his friend said that he needed to get his car fixed. So a few days go by, and he realizes that the car is not yet fixed, mm-hmm. but his friend and wife are now showing off this new dog <sighs> on their social media that they just got. Mm-hmm. And he's a little suspicious that the money went towards purchasing the dog and not fixing the car. Well, yeah, the car is still sitting in the driveway. Yes. Not moving. And jeremy has got her own list of things about... Buying a dog. Yes. Do not buy a dog. 515-244-4933. What we want to know is if you loan somebody a lot of money for one thing and they spend it on something else, I feel like they should have to tell you what they're going to spend it on. I am torn on this one because I'm so focused on the fact that that guy bought a dog. It just makes me angry. I know. However, I mean, if you're asking for money for one reason and then... That's not what happened. I don't know. I don't know if you have to tell him or not. Is Paul the bad guy for wanting to know where the money went? 515-244-4933. Let's talk to Don. Well, my thought is if he needed $800 to have his car fixed and he bought a dog instead, how is he going to afford the dog's care? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to because keep borrowing I, money. Exactly. So you still now don't have the car fixed, but now you have to maintain the dog on top of maintaining your car and you have to buy food you have to buy shots you have to buy toys you have to buy treats you know yeah it's not just buying that dog they have all these responsibilities now that have to be taken care of did they take that into account it sounds like they didn't take their responsibilities into account because they should have gotten the car fixed before yeah, they went and got a dog that might have been exactly. the way exactly Thank you for the call, Don. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Facebook seems to be a little split on this. Yeah. I mean, some people are saying, no, you don't have to tell what you're using the money for and don't expect it back. Rarely do people actually get the money back that they loan. That's from Mark. Yeah. Uh, Dana says, as a rule, I don't loan money. But a lot of people are saying, yes, if you're going to get loaned that much money, you should probably give someone a heads up on what you're spending it on. Mm-hmm. I would If you came to me and said, I need $800. Yes. The first thing I would say is, why? Yeah. Would that offend you if I asked you? 
I don't know because I don't think I would ask. Let's hypothetically, let's say you asked for money, that much money. Well, no, I'm I'm I I'm saying I would not ask you. If you asked me, I would probably tell you. But if I loaned you $800, I probably wouldn't ask why. If someone came up to me and said I need money, more than likely I'm not going to ask why. Why wouldn't you ask me? Why? why why wouldn't you ask me for money? You're okay, we're not we're on different <laughs> levels here cuz you're not <laughs> understanding what I'm saying. If you came to me and you asked for money, okay. I would not ask you why. Really? I would not ask why you needed that money. It I would, is not I would probably my just, business. I would probably just offer it up to you. I would be like, I need to I need this. It's, I need to do this. It's not my business. If you need that much money, it's not my business. That's the way I feel about the situation. Interesting. Now, if you offer it up to me and then you pull a situation like this guy and you spend it on something else, I'm gonna be upset. Yes. It, so it sounds like from between the Facebook comments and our discussion here, it sounds like Paul's not the bad guy for wanting to know if that was where his money went. Right. Was to the dog. So I don't know. And also, Paul, just let your friend know Jeremy's not happy with him. Don't buy a dog. <laughs> There's more fun on the way. Anger in her eyes right now. Don't buy a dog. Don't buy a dog. You don't mess with animals, dude. Coming up at 810, is it time for a sleep? Divorce. It's not when you dream about one. It's something entirely different. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. I'm not talking about getting an actual divorce, (laughs) but more a sleep divorce. Okay, I'm listening. So there is a new study out. Uh, It's now... It's probably a little bit skewed because it was done by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. So Whoa. chances are they're talking to a specific group of people. People who sleep? <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> that and That's kind of their job, yes. I would think. So I don't know why this is such an issue for you. But they did a study and said that one third of people admit to sleeping in a separate room from their partner. Mm. That's either consistently or occasionally. And- my household falls under this. Yeah. I would say Susan will go to another room and sleep maybe two times at least a month. Oh, that's it? Yes. So it's we're on the lower end. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's bad at all. No, but at the same time, I always wake up and when I know that she's not there, I think to myself, what have I done? Mm-hmm. I instantly think it's my fault. It probably is. And I always ask because I feel like if it is my fault, I need to apologize. (laughs) And about I would say about half the time it is my fault. And it's it's always snoring Mm. because I go to bed a solid maybe hour before Susan does. And so by the time she gets there, I'm just getting into that real early deep sleep. That real good REM cycle. That real good REM cycle. And my body officially relaxes. And then it's just it goes from to wow i don't i don't know if it's actually that bad wow. i've never actually heard myself snore before wow we should record it and see what happens i'd be very interested to hear mm-hmm. how bad my snoring is mm-hmm. but it's enough that she can't fall asleep because all she hears is me and that's with a humidifier going in the room an air purifier going in the room usually my white noise thing might still be going too oh my goodness you i know are a high maintenance sleeper apparently Wow. And so I don't know if it's necessarily quite the time yet for us to start talking about a sleep divorce because she does just she goes to the spare bedroom 
and sleeps there. Yeah. There's also times when she's having trouble sleeping and she feels like she's tossing and turning and she just needs a change of scenery. She goes into the other room. I think that's normal. Ben has a nightmare or something. And of course, he always comes to her. Yeah. And so they go into the spare bedroom because he needs a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. So I always feel bad, though, when it's my fault that she goes in there. It would be different if we decided, okay, you need you you work different hours, you sleep different hours. It would probably be better if I just slept in another room. That way, we don't disturb one another. Mm-hmm. But it's when me snoring. But you guys, you guys have your sleep issues. Uh, yeah, and for you, I would say the first thing you should probably look into is a CPAP, maybe. But my snoring is not consistent. Well, I don't. I don't want to have to wear a CPAP. You might have to. I should probably wear one, honestly. Um, Yes, Aaron and I have different work schedules. He works evenings, Mm -hmm. so he's usually at work when I go to bed during the weekend. Um, But he is the type of guy, even when he was younger, he would fall asleep on the couch and then just sleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. So if I wake up and he's not in bed, I know, oh, he fell asleep on the couch and that's just where he's going to stay. And don't you dare try to wake him up and move him to the bed or he wakes up punching. So <laughs> you, I'm just used to the fact that nine times out of ten, he's going to be on the couch asleep. Mm-hmm. And then when I get up and go to work, it's usually when he gets up and moves to the bed and then he sleeps during the day. So our sleep schedule, the time that we would actually sleep together in the bed is very minimal because of our lucky? schedules. Aren't you lucky? Yeah. But, I mean, there have been nights where... If he has decided that he wants to go sleep, that I'm just like, no. But I think that's probably more because I'm used to having the whole bed to myself. It's the waking up punching, though, that is still a little concerning to me. You know, you got to watch out for some of those veterans, man. <laughs> you never know what the PTSD dreams are going to be like. Yeah. And you got to just tap and back up. Very <laughs> Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Good. Good. Remember when Super Bowl commercials were a surprise? Like you were trying to figure out why these frogs were saying Budweiser? Yeah. It's not really the case anymore because nowadays the Super Bowl commercials can release as early as like two weeks before the game. Well, and back in the day, like they used to tease you with, you know, oh, Super Bowl commercial is going to be awesome for Doritos this year. You got to make sure you watch out for it. Now they just post it. Yeah, and it kind of loses a little bit of the luster on it. A little bit. I try to not watch any of the Super Bowl commercials because I like to be surprised. Mm-hmm. I like to watch because there was like one of the years when they really got into putting the commercials out early. I watched the game and I thought, well, the breaks aren't any fun anymore because the second the commercial comes up on the screen, I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of tune out and then it just becomes another football game. But I've been doing my best to try to avoid Super Bowl commercials this year and just wait until the game so that it can be a full experience. It's hard to avoid them, though. I mean, we've got CBS on right now, and they're showing them. Oh, yeah. At the moment. They're literally showing all of the Super Bowl commercials. There was a story in uh, in the news today because the actor Carl Weathers passed away over the weekend, mm-hmm. and he is featured in FanDuel's. Super Bowl commercials, so they're having to go back, and they're actually having to fix the commercial because out of respect for the family, they want to alter their commercial that is actually supposed to air during the game, but Carl Weathers was in all of the kind of 
trailer commercials, if you will, mm-hmm. leading up to the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, avoid them. I don't know. Do you avoid them or do you just don't care and you just watch because you're probably not going to watch the game? I try to avoid them as much as possible, mm-hmm. but every once in a while, one will suck me in. It just kind of depends on if I am in the mood at the moment when I see it pop up on TV. Yeah. I remember, gosh, when I was a kid, the first time I really got into the Super Bowl commercials, it was the when they used to do the Bud Bowl. Do you remember this? Vaguely. This is when they had these, it was weird, almost like stop motion animation with like Bud and Bud Light bottles. Mm-hmm. And they were each a football team and they had little helmets on top. Yeah. And they would play a, a Bud Bowl game and you would actually be invested wanting to know if Bud or Bud Light was going to win the Bud Bowl. And I didn't know how commercials worked when I was a kid. This was like in the 80s. And I thought that every commercial break was going to be an update on the Bud Bowl. Mm. Turns out it was like one a quarter. And so the commercial break would air and there'd be no update on the Bud Bowl. And I would get so upset. (laughs) I remember my parents used to throw Super Bowl parties. Mm -hmm. And kind of the reason I am the way I am today, you know, they would all be watching the game cheering and stuff. And then as soon as it was commercial time, my mom would yell commercials and all the kids would run to the TV. That was the only thing we cared about. That and the halftime show, obviously. Super Bowl uh, parties are always fun because everyone talks during the game. Mm -hmm. But then the commercials come on. Silent. Silent. Everyone just watch it. It's the weirdest. It's like completely opposite. It needs to stay that way. Stop showing the commercials. Let's be surprised at those Super Bowl parties. Exactly. There's more fun on the way. There's a brand new resident of the Blank Park Zoo, and he's cute. Okay. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Really? Oh, my God. We'll explain in the buzz. 